Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray for You. I hope you guys had a great weekend and happy Christmas week to everybody. We hope you guys have an extremely gratifying holiday. We hope that as many of you as possible are able to spend it with family. And and for those of you who aren't because of the pandemic or for whatever reason, we pray that you certainly feel the presence of God in your lives and that you're able, nevertheless, to talk with him on the phone and FaceTime and whatever. And in recognition of this being Christmas week, I want to do a message today on how to give the gift of love, okay? And I want to state at the outset that I think a lot of people kind of miss the point that gift giving in a relationship isn't just about Valentine's Day and Christmas and birthdays, you know, giving flowers and chocolates and presents and stuff like that. That's fine. That's great. And, you know, I do that for Kristen and I'm happy to do it. I love taking her out. I even send her, you know, uh, chocolates and flowers on completely random days. And by the way, those are the best gifts because when, you know, when someone's expecting flowers and they get it, they're, they're happy. But if you just send someone flowers just on a random day, like you will get a happy girlfriend, believe me, or happy fiance. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. yeah Amen to that. So. Men, listen up. <laughs> yeah. And if you're in a relationship and you're one of these people that you just, you know, you not romantic and you don't take the holiday seriously and stuff like that. Well, you know, you're going to be missing out. And it, it's, it is important to give gifts like that. Don't get me wrong. But the most important gift that you give to somebody else in a loving relationship is the gift of grace. And let me explain what I mean by that. And I'm going to give you an example of how I kind of fell short the other day. Okay. The other day, I forget what day of the week it was, but I had been up really, really late the night before shopping and working and stuff like that. And I didn't go to sleep until like one in the morning. That's not an exaggeration. And I woke up late the next day and I called Kristen and already I'm far behind my schedule. Okay. And I, I call her every morning, you know, so we can pray together. But already I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I don't have, even have time. But I called her because that's, you know, it's, it's important. And we're talking five minutes then 10 minutes. 15 minutes, now 20 minutes. And like in my head, I haven't even gotten out of bed yet. I haven't showered. I haven't brushed my teeth. I certainly haven't gone to work, right? And all of these things, are, I haven't had breakfast. It's sort of like building on me. I'm like, oh my goodness, look at the time. I haven't done anything yet. And I'm trying to kind of, you know, accelerate the conversation. And instead of just doing it politely, like saying something like, Kristen, listen, um, I, I'd love to continue, to continue this, but, you know, I just have so much work I got to do today and I really just need to get to the office, which would have been fine. Okay, Kristen at one point instead said something like, so do you have a lot of work today? And I said, yeah, if I ever get there, right? And I said it in like a joking way, but it was certainly in kind of like the sarcastic, like, yeah, I hope you get the point because, you know, um, I'm, this is taking a long time away. It was not one of my better moments. Now, with a lot of couples, if that's like your lowest moment, you're thinking, well, that's a pretty good low moment to have. But here's the thing. When you tell God and you tell your partner that you want the greatest partner of all time and you want the greatest romance of all time and the greatest marriage of all time, what you're really saying to God is, I want to be held to a really high standard, which I do. And so Kristen laughed it off for a moment, but then, you know, she sent me a text message afterwards saying, you know, that was really not appropriate. And, and even more than that, saying to me, you know, 
you spend all this time on these other pursuits, these other projects, even on social media, and those things take up a lot of your time. Talking to me for 15 minutes is not what's making you late for work or anything like that. She's a thousand percent right. I've, and I felt instantly bad. I mean, I have had, you know, we all have these moments where you say something and the moment the words come out of your mouth, you wish you could snatch them out of midair and just throw them in the garbage can, right? And, and I just felt terrible. And I called her back and she picked up on the first ring and she, you know, she told me how she felt and, and how, you know, I made her feel like, you know, she was in second place to all these other things. And, and I knew I, she was a hundred percent right. And I, and I, I gratuitously apologized all over the place. And, and we talked it out and, and she accepted my apology because I said, A, it wouldn't happen again. And B, you know, all these other things, I, some of which are frivolous. I spend too much time on, including, you know, engaging people on social media. I just said, Kristen, you know what? You're right. Um, we're getting to the point in our relationship. We're going to be married soon. I have to, you know, I have to have more structure and more discipline. I'm going to put all these other things aside. Okay. And you will always, I'll make sure you always come first and that you always feel like you come first. Okay. And that was it. And actually, by the end of the day, it was one of the best days we've ever had in our relationship because, you know, we talked everything out and we got closer and closer. This is a great example of something we talked about this in the past that could have been a stumbling block and said it was a stepping stone. So just yesterday, Kristen and I were together and, and she was and I was telling her how well she loves me and everything. And she says, you know, how how can I pour, you know, more love into you? How can I give you? And I said, Kristen, you understand the the, the best gifts you give me. Okay. I mean, I love the times we spend together. I love when you give me presents and all those things. Okay. And in fact, she took me out. I got part one of my Christmas present yesterday. I got to, she took me out to meet a a famous athlete. Um, and, and it was just, we just had a great time together. But I said, you know, for as great as that is, the, the greatest way in which you love me is in your grace. In the moment where I do something wrong and, and, I feel bad about it and I, and you have, first of all, the courage to tell me that I did something wrong. Instead of storing it up, other people will store it up and months later something happens and they blow up on you. No, Kristen has the courage to say, Hey, you shouldn't have done that. Number two, when I called her on the phone, she picked up. I know a lot of people in that position who would just, just fold their arms, not answer the phone and say, No, we're going to punish him. We're going to make him feel sorry for what he did. Uh, let him feel how it, how it makes me feel to be in second place or something like that. That is so against Kristen's nature. Kristen knew I was calling to apologize. And instead of punishing me, she picked up the phone and she stated her position and she stated it very forcefully. But number three, she showed me love by instead of fighting against me, it was always like, this is how we have to move forward together. Okay. And she was able, she accepted my apology. Number four. Okay. Because she's just a grace, a, a, a person who gives grace. And I'm, for my part, not to blow my own horn here, cause I was one that caused this problem in the first place. Okay. But for my part, I showed her love by saying, by first of all, by not being prideful. Okay. Because I know a lot of guys would be like, you know what? That was the most minor thing, Kristen. And I'm late. And you know, you're making me late. You have to understand I have important things I gotta do. No. Number one, I started with a contrite spirit. I was wrong. That's something that a lot of people have a difficult mm-hmm. time saying. I was wrong. And I didn't let it sit. I called back and I not only listened to what she had to say, because a lot of people just kind of, yeah, yeah, okay, and then they'll apologize. And it's not a real apology. I listened to what she had to say, okay, and I apologized. But more than that, I promised I would change. So many people 
don't understand. They say, oh, relationship is such hard work. And the reason it's hard work is they're trying to get the other person to change. If only I could just get Kristen to lighten up and not make such a big deal about things and understand I was just, I was just kidding. It's not that big a deal. Okay. Then our relationship would work. No, 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 no. The relationship isn't about changing the other person. Okay. Let God do that. If that's what has to happen. The relationship's really about changing you. Okay. And if you get into a relationship and you're not willing to change for the better anyway, okay, then you're in the wrong relationship or you shouldn't really be in any relationship. And in fact, I think too many people keep saying, oh, I just can't find the right person, this and that, when really maybe you found the right person, except what you think is the right person is someone who fits you perfectly, who fits all your grooves perfectly, when it's really someone who is willing to work with you to mesh together, okay? But that means you have to grow and you have to be willing to change. That's that's showing people love. That's giving the gift of love. That other stuff is great. The, the flowers and the chocolates and the romantic dinners, that stuff's great, okay? But I can show you plenty of couples who do that and their relationship falls apart. It's all the other things, all right? Paul talks about this in his letter to the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 13.4. Listen to what he says. He doesn't talk about love being gift-giving. He says this, love is patient, love is kind. Love does not boast. It is not proud. It doesn't dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. Listen to this. It's not easily angered and it keeps no record of wrongs. That's what, that's the kind of love Kristen was showing me. It's, I'm not going to hold this over your head. I'm not keeping score. There's so many times Kristen did something wrong. Look how many times Jordan did something wrong. No, it's, I'm going to be patient with you. I'm going to be kind with you. I'm not going to be proud that I'm, that you're the one that did something wrong this time and not me. Okay. I'm not going to dishonor you because doing that dishonors the relationship. Um, I'm not, I'm not here to gloat and I'm not, I'm not here to, I, I don't, I don't easily get angry at you and I'm keeping no record of wrongs. Okay. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres. That's how you protect the relationship. You have to understand that mission number one is protect the relationship. Everything Kristen does. And I, not that I mess things up a whole lot, by the way, guys. I mean, this, I'm just, I'm giving you this example because it's important that you understand that Chris and I are humans too. And we don't, listen, we do have the greatest relationship. We've been together a year and a half. We have never had a fight. We have never had an argument. Okay. We've never raised our voices at each other or anything like that. We've had very, very, you know, we've hit some crossroads sometimes where decisions had to be made and we had to, we had to both shape ourselves and, and, and build the relationship. We had a lot of stepping stone events. Um, but we don't dishonor each other. And that, that thing I just told you about, which I did, I'm not proud of, but it's important for me to show it to you because I, I need to show you how to recover from it because guess what? Everyone messes up. All right. And, and so, you have to understand that the reason Chris and I overcome these things is because she shows me love by always orienting herself this way. She always protects, just like Paul says. She always trusts. When I tell her I'm going to change, I'm going to improve, and not that I'm not like, you know, looking at pornography or anything like that, but, you know, just spending less time on social media, more time, you know, prioritizing her and making her feel like a priority. She trusts that, but she also trusts it because she knows every time I say something like that, I also follow through, right? I give her a reason to trust, trust the two-way streets. She, she's always hopeful, all right? We're always looking forward, always perseveres. It's, it's all the same thing, guys. And so my point, my, my message to you today is this, guys. 
The Christmas season is really important. I love giving gifts. I love getting gifts. Kristen gives these great gifts uh, all the time. And, and you know, it, it, just Saturday was one example. I mean, she get, she uh, took me to the uh, Jets training facility last week because she had a friend, not last week, uh, last year, because she had a friend working there. It was one of the greatest days of my life. She gives me these great memories. But the greatest gift she gives me is the gift of love. And like the Bible says, love is patient. Love is kind. It's a love that does not boast. It doesn't keep score. It's a love that's hopeful. It's a love that perseveres. That's, my friend, that's how you give the gift of love to someone else. The flowers and everything else, that that's great. But the way you really give the gift of love to somebody is by showing them grace. That's my message for you today. Oh, I can't get enough of you and this message. That is so good. First of all, I'm sorry. I just got to be, I know I'm biased because he's greatest man and my greatest man. But what man, talk about true humility and true, um, the complete opposite of pride. What man would get on here and say these things to the world and, and uh, use that as an example? So first of all, I just want to say thank you for doing that because it's something I think that really, oh, you're so awesome. I love you so much. This man is amazing. I'm telling you, he's the best. I love him. But that's the thing. He's so humble. And I'm sure everyone's thinking, wow, that's the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, he's a I really, proud of it. but he's an amazing man. And, and you're so right, though. It's such a great example because, like you say, I mean, every person, we're, I always call him my perfect man, but we are, as humans, imperfect people. And we both have had our moments. He gives me grace. I give him grace. God gives us grace, <laughs> I should say. Um, uh, he's the one that gives us, us grace. And it's kind of funny because grace and love are so intertwined, like you say. Yep. God is love. God is grace. And so we're able to give that because of the Lord. And I just want to thank you um, so much because that was one of the things I had seen when I first started dating Jordan versus anybody I had ever dated or had any communication with whatsoever is that right from the beginning, if there was something I even had a question about, needed reassurance on, he was the king and still is the king of just never making me feel on the defensive. On And uh, so that's just a little gem of wisdom for all the guys out there, a little side note. Uh, it's it never has to go into the fight zone. It never has to go into that right. place because he never makes me feel like, okay, let's just talk about this. Let's just oh, what what happened here? What what do you feel here? So um, so it's just incredible, and I never had experienced that ever before. But hum true humility and true strength, and you sometimes think, oh, you know, am I going to be seen as weak? That is true strength of a man. True strength and true humility. And, um, and just the way, and that's the way we get closer, you know, after that, we just got closer and closer. And every single time we've had mm -hmm. those stepping stones, you know, you did a great job. Actually, I should have mentioned this in the sermon. Thank you for picking up on about how it's not just about how we relate to each other, but also how God relates to us. Obviously God is grace. And it kind of goes back to what our last message was about when we talked about waiting on God, when we we're asking God to answer prayers. And sometimes God is just teaching us patience. Think about because he wants us to be more like him, well, to be more like God, we have to be more patient because think about how patient he has to be just with us, much less with uh, the other 7 billion people on the planet. But I, I just want to honor you again, Kristen, because you've never, ever, ever 
used love as a weapon. You've never, ever, ever sought to punish me. Not that either of us have ever done anything that's all that worthy of punishment, but you know, just, just even answering the phone, like because I was when I called you, I was so worried you wouldn't answer. I don't know why, because I know you by now. But just answering the phone and letting me off the hook like that, just instead of instead of saying, "No, you know what? I'm upset. You just go think about what you did, and we'll talk later." Like that would have. That's not how you build a relationship. That would have been no. very hurtful. No. Uh, and, and, and so, you know, I, I see that with couples because, you know, as an attorney, I do divorces and mm-hmm. you can just see there's sort of this reciprocity of, well, he did this. So I did that. And then he did this and I did that. And it's just like, well, you just, both of you are just reacting. And you don't, at some point, you kind of lose track even of who did what first. Guys, that's mm-hmm. not how you build a relationship. That's how you create enemies. That's, that's the opposite. You know, a relationship, it, it does, it, it foregoes vengeance. It foregoes punishment. It doesn't keep score. It just says, we're in this together. Let's open this door up and let's, let's fix this situation together. And, and you're just so great at doing it with love. And thank you for what you said because, you know, from the beginning, I remember when you needed certain reassurances about things, not that I did anything wrong, but just when we we're talking about where the relationship was going, I always, I always endeavored to create sort of this safe feeling environment yeah. for you yeah, safe, so safe. that you could because I, I was afraid that if I first of all it's naturally but if if you don't do that mm-hmm. then the other person doesn't come forward with what's on their mind and it yeah. doesn't come out and then it, it comes out much later um when you're further along in the relationship and things start blowing up you know that's why i have these friends of mine like man you know my wife my girlfriend she's crazy and everything was fine i said one thing and all of a sudden she blew up on something that happened nine months ago i was like yeah well you should have dealt with it nine months ago. Yeah. You know, and, and if you create an environment where if, if Kristen's afraid to say something, I'm going to snap back at her. Oh, Kristen, that's it. Oh, Kristen, don't bother me. Kristen, you're such a nag. That kind of thing. No, that's ridiculous. Then it doesn't come out and it, it just becomes a time bomb. And so from the beginning, both of us have just emphasized to the other that our relationship is a safe space that she can say whatever she wants. I want her to tell me things. And she's even semi recently, she said things like, well, you know, I don't know if I want to bring this up because I, I don't want you to think of me as nagging. And I was like, Kristen, I don't think of you as nagging. Please bring it up. I, you know, I'm never going to be upset at you bringing something like that up. You know, what would not upset me, but would the much worse thing to do is if something's bothering you to just kind of to sit on it and just let it fester there and then it blows up later. So anyway, guys, the point of all of this is, you know, and I, I didn't even realize how well this ties into my last message, but love is patient and yeah. patience is something we often learn. So, I think our relationships will all be a little bit better if we just exercise a little less vengeance and a little more patience. Amen. And you know what? Just one more thing on that. I feel like someone needs to hear this. If you mirroring that relationship with, with the Lord, what I said about sometimes I'll, I'll realize I'm saying to Jordan, uh oh, you know, and he's created that safe environment. God has done that for you. God wants you to come to him. And just like Jordan, who loves me like Christ loves the church, I can come to him and say, hey, and I know that when I come to him, he's not going to snap at me. He's not going to do all that. It's going to be that safe space. God wants you to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and come to him and and have that relationship with the Lord. And um, so, and he will give you that reassurance you need. And you can ask the Lord. I think sometimes we think, oh, God is going to be so annoyed. God's like, oh. I'm busy. Um, yeah, I've told you already. Yes. No, God's not that, doesn't have that tone with you. God has the tone of, Oh, you want to talk to me again? I have some, something I want to say to you. I'll reassure you as many times as you need to hear it. Just like this great job, awesome baby. man here. Great job. Excellent. Excellent job. We're a good team. We are. You guys, this is our 149th episode together. 
and we're closing in on a hundred thousand viewers. Wouldn't it be weird if on our our hundred and fiftieth show we hit a hundred thousand viewers? We grew our little hundred goggles. Oh, again. Awesome, awesome! Let's hope for that. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right, babe. Why don't you lead us in prayer? Okay. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for how you love us and lead us. And I pray that this Christmas season, that we would open our hearts, even if we've been Christians for so many years. Sometimes we forget what it's really all about or, or don't prioritize you, Lord. May you be the king of our heart. May you be the king of the season. May we look to you. Maybe this is a season of peace. I know that Christmas time represents for a lot of people a time that should be joyful. It's uh, a lot of people have experienced loss. A lot of people have experienced different emotions. And maybe this Christmas is your first Christmas without a loved one. Or maybe this Christmas, the ends are just not meeting and, and your kids are not going to be able to get maybe what you thought they would. Or, or maybe you just feel like you can't even go on another day. Or maybe your health is failing. God is going to do a Christmas miracle for you. And he's going to show you, he's going to show up where you least expect it, when you least expect it. And just like Jordan said about the reassurances, God is not annoyed at you, brother and sister. God is not looking at you saying, oh, okay, whatever, if you must. No, God wants to pull you in and love you because he's crazy in love with you. And he died on a cross. And that's the whole reason he came. He came to die for your sin. He came as a little baby to, to die for your sin in a lowly position. And so he's bringing you in this holiday season. He's bringing you in this Christmas season and he, letting you experience more of his glory, more of himself, and the greatest gift of all time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Great job. You have a praise report for us? We do. We have a praise report. I love these praise reports. So Singham said, day before yesterday, so this was a couple of days ago, um, I had been watching your prayer program, and I sent my request for you. I remember praying for this person um, to pray with me. God answered those prayers. Thank you so much. All glory and honor to God from Magahala, India. Hmm. Yay. Very beautiful. I love those things. Praise. Oh, that's wonderful, Singham. And we will continue praying that God is doing an amazing work in your life. I know he is. So, okay. So we've got some financial requests. All right. The following people have sent us prayers for financial blessings. Chiki, Justine, Louise, Allen, Akoto, John, Fidelia, Jenny, Faithfulness, Rita, Ferianda, Anne, Lizette, Fabi, Luna Rose, Sumia, Mangayan. There's no vowels in this name. KDG. Edet, Jonathan, Ifoima, Monica, Gilbert, Margaret, who says someone stole her money. Well, first of all, Father God, for the people who have had their money stolen, we pray that is restored sevenfold to them. Father, we thank you for these people. We know we don't serve a poor God. We know that you were made poor so we could be made rich. We know that you want everything we do to prosper. God, your word says, if we do what's right, you'll bless our food and water. You'll keep sickness far from us. You'll pour out a blessing to us that we will not have room enough to contain. God, I pray all these people are tithing. I pray all of these people, God, come to you humbly. And you show them what, if anything, needs to be removed from their lives in order for you to bless them financially. If, it's, if they have sin in their lives, if they have doubt, if they're not tithing, if they're not giving, or... If God, you know, I know a lot of times people who come into money, um, they change, they become prideful, they become less charitable. God, put all of these people in a position to be blessed financially and pour out a blessing upon them that they will not have room enough to contain so that each of them will not only have all of their needs provided for, but that they can provide for the needs of others. 
In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Here's some spiritual prayers, people just praying for things that they feel within their own lives. And Tita says for peace. Dulo says prayer to succeed. Mirwa, peace and to get a family. James asks for grace. Mamalade asks for breakthrough. Zaka asks for mercy. Aga wants to repent of your sin, of her sin. Well, Aga, um, at the end of this message, we're going to do a call to salvation. You can give your life to Jesus or you can do it right now. All you have to do is just rep- repent and ask the Lord to come into your heart. And he will do that. Jax asks for charity and faith. Eli for open doors. Nemu, strong, independent, wants to be a strong, independent person. Nashina says his uh, brother and him are under evil, an evil spell. Um, well, my friend, God can break, God breaks every chain. And so we're going to pray for that. Lantanda asks for more faith. Kaflora no, to know Christ always. Kivijan and Leslie also ask for more uh, spiritual growth. And with all these people, Lord, I pray that first of all, that all of them realize that what they're seeking, um, they have, they have in you, God that they don't have to go seek it from an outside source or that you've given it already. The, one of the lies of the enemy, one of the greatest lies of the enemy is to think that it's something that cannot be achieved or just that it's ambiguous or how do I achieve it? So in Jesus' name, I pray that you break that lie over every single person, that they would know how achievable it is, that that spare tire, um, you know, is in their, their, um, their car that they don't have to go try to call AAA or somebody else. They've got the answer through you, God. They've got the other slipper. You've got the other slipper, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, that you are peace. You are joy. You are hope and health. You break every chain for anybody, Lord. We, we do come into agreement with them, Lord. We intercede on behalf of them and we ask for your peace to flow like a river. We ask for them to all repent and come to you, God, and just feel and know. And anything that is blocking their peace, anything, Lord, I find that there's, if there's something that is blocking your peace, Lord, I pray that you would identify it in them, God. And rip it out so that they can live in, in the joyful life, abundant life you have for them. That's your design. Your design is for, uh, to prosper us and not to harm us and give us a hope and a future. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Okay. For health. For health. Lu- uh, Lulu for her parents, Katarina, Melish, Annabelle, Sarah, Lovely, Jenneth, Ray's aging, Fimu, Lulidu's father, Kali, Menticilla, Raquel, John, Paul, Ruby, John, Daniel, Mary's brother, Bella, Sandeep's wife, who's undergoing a risky pregnancy, happiness, and Fritz. And this one. Oh, this continues? And for Okawana, who's praying for healing over his body from hepatitis, which he believes is some kind of ancestral uh, problem. Needs a new job in marriage, and I know I'll be healed in Jesus' name. You know, when I, I love the prayers that end, I know I'll be healed. It reminds me of the woman with the issue of blood, mm. and she said, to, if I could just touch Jesus' garment, yeah. I know I'll be healed. So, God, Father God, we, with all of these people, we pray they reach out right now yes, God. to touch just the hem of your garment. God, these are people of faith. These aren't people who aren't believers, because if they if they didn't believe, if they didn't have faith, they wouldn't have written to us. And you said if we had the faith of a mustard seed that we can tell a mountain to throw itself into the ocean. So, Father God, we tell all of these sicknesses to throw themselves into the ocean. Your word says, by Jesus' stripes, we were healed. 
Your word says that you are our doctor. You heal our sicknesses. Your word says, surely Jesus bore our sicknesses and our infirmities. And to repeat something I said earlier, your word says that when we do what's right, you bless our food and you bless our water and you keep sickness far from us. So, Father God, we rebuke the sicknesses for these people. We pray that they are fully restored. We pray nothing but health for these people. We pray that you protect them all from the pandemic as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we've got some we've got some marriage requests and people asking. Oh, check this out. <laughs> so for you people who are looking for marriage, we got a lot of women on our page looking for husbands. We got a lot of men on our page looking for wives. So why don't we put two and two together here, people? Okay. Mm-hmm. Just look at the comment. These are all public comments. <laughs> Just look at the comments. Okay. Do you see women saying, God send me husband? Or Jordan Kristen, pray for husband. Okay. That's your cue. Same thing, okay? This isn't hard. I'm not saying it's necessarily that person, but make an effort. Faith without works is dead, okay? Amen. Amen. All right, so listen up. It's got 100,000 people on this page. You can find someone. <laughs> it doesn't feel like the, the dating game here. All right. Okay, Moses, is. he says, I'm seriously praying. So we're Moses talking, supposes? Yeah, his terms are roses. <laughs> He's seriously praying for a good girl to marry. So... If you're looking for a serious guy who's seriously praying, here's Moses's for you. Purity is asking for a husband. I wonder if she'd be interested in Moses. <laughs> oh, okay. So now we have um, Mar Barak who says she wants to change her husband or to be happy in marriage. So um, we're going to pray for that, whatever needs to happen there. Benny... Um, it says she's asking to be married. Um, she's 54 years old and she wants, um, you know, to have somebody to get married to. Um, so Lachano, here's one. A mother is asking, she's asking for her son to get a wonderful wife. God bless the, the parents. God bless our mothers who prayed for us to be together. The, the power of a praying mother is is wonderful. Na is so disappointed. She's 52 and still single. Um, Flora says, pray for my husband and I in our relationship. And then we have three, Johnson, Agnes, Anita, who are asking her, experiencing some fertility issues and are looking to have it for God to bless them with a child. So Jesus, I pray for all of these wonderful people, those who are single and are asking you, Lord, where is that person? I have been there. So I know that God can, can answer and wants to answer. And sometimes it's timing. It's, you know, you want God's perfect timing. That's, You definitely, even if the time you're frustrated, you definitely want to have God's perfect timing. So God, we thank you for your perfect timing. But if it's, um, you know, some sort of action on their part, whatever they need to do, God, just, just give them wisdom as far as what to do. And for those experiencing some, um, you know, issues in their marriage, God, I just pray that you would, that grace that we talked about, that, that forgiveness, that love, Lord, and that's sometimes easier said than others. I don't know what's behind the scenes, but God, we pray that you would ask, you You want a happy life for Marverick. So Lord, we pray for that. And um, Lord, we pray for the, those needing to, for looking for, to, to have a child. Lord, Lord, you have done so many times in the Bible, you opened wombs and you can open these wombs as well. And we thank you, God, for those miracle children that are on their way. In Jesus name, amen. And the family prayers. Do you want to just, 
why don't you just tie this in with what you just prayed, and then I'll do ministry. That's perfect. Okay, I was going to ask you that. Okay, for family, we've got um, some people. Barbara is asking for her kids, Obalum, Kawandu, Fiston, Judith, Bella, Therish, Alicia, Humera, Somanaz, uh, babies, uh, Pearly, to, for God to reunite her family, Yvonne, Cheng, and Ezra's brothers um, who are going through a tough time. God, I just pray for all these families. You love the family, Lord. Thank you for the family unit you've established. Thank you that we are all in your family and we are children of the most high God and we have royal blood th- flowing through our veins. God, I pray that you heal these families. You restore these families. You you just give them breakthrough in every single way and um, just break the chains of any addictions and anything, Lord, and suicidal thoughts and anything mm. that would be not of you, God. And, and breakthrough uh, when there, where there are scales of, over the eyes or where there are things where it just feels like this the wall. Lord, I pray that you break through. Um, and I know you will. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. And lastly, uh, we're going to pray for some people who have, uh, well, a couple things. First, ministry prayers. So Sabita asks that we pray for her women's ministry in Nepal and her family. And for Shakespeare, uh, for the ministry to go to New Heights. So God, we pray for these people and their ministries. We pray that they have incredible ministries that bring many people to you that are a light in dark places. In particular, this, we pray for a women's ministry to be a shelter for battered women, for women who are mm-hmm. thinking about suicide, for women who might be considering abortions. God, we pray that that women's ministry just shelters women and protects them and helps them to go strong, grow strong. And Father God, we thank you for Shakespeare and his ministry, and we pray that that, that like he asks for, uh, that his ministry goes to new heights. I love ministry prayers because they're inherently unselfish. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, some people ask just for general prayer. That's Elor, Patricia, Precious, James's friend uh, to be in the U.S. Army, Esther, Akinbade, Sanjet, Manny, Rahim, Sayera, Sabir, Suresh, Rejoice, Ranya, Jewel, Phil, and Rosalinda. We just have general prayers. Sometimes people just say, please pray for us. So God, you know what their needs are. We thank you for, we thank you for them. We thank you that you have their needs met already. Even before, even before they realized they had a need, God, you, you designed them and you had a solution. Your solution came before they ever experienced their needs. So God, we pray for these people. We pray for all of them that you meet all of their needs because you're not a God of barely. You're not a God of sufficient. You're a God of more than enough. Yeah. You're a God of pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Yes. And so, God, I pray not only are their needs met, but they're met in such a way that it's obvious that you met them. Mm-hmm. And I pray that in in standing in faith with them for these needs to be met, that they grow in their faith, that they use this opportunity, which is really what this is. A need is an opportunity. They use this opportunity to grow closer and closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, now, if you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is the perfect moment. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we want to know about it. Send us a message, or you can also um, also comment on one of the videos. All right, guys. 
Thanks for joining us again. I hope you guys had a great time with us tonight. I hope you have a merry, merry Christmas,、yes. a very safe Christmas, a very fulfilling Christmas. Hope you have a great time with all your families. Go ahead and eat whatever you want, and you know, be healthy doing it. I hope you guys get everything you ask for in terms of your presents and things like that. I hope you give good gifts,、um, and I just hope you know, in in having all that fun with your families, which is which is great, and I love it, and you should too. Let's just also remember why we're doing this. It's in recognition that God so loved the world, the whole world, that He gave His Son to us, coming to us humbly as a baby in a manger. Okay, that's what we're that's what we're celebrating here, guys. I love you so much. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time.、Uh, in the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 8:45 on WMCA The Mission AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.